This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, May 27th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. The future class of video games, a.k.a. The OK Beast Blessing at Ioye Jr. Greg, I've been, I've been hitting a, a, diff, a, a dangerous place with my Steam Deck where mm. I'm starting to spend more time figuring out how to get different games to play on this thing. Are you falling into the Paris game. Lily trap now where you're just all you're doing is collecting games, taking screenshots of the, the main menu on the screen and then going to collect another game? The amount of pictures i've taken of my steam deck with my phone just to show people that i'm playing a game on my steam deck sure i've done i've done it more with this game with this platform with this console more than i've done with any other piece of hardware that i've done and the, the latest one being um yesterday tim gettys dropped into assets a trailer for gta 4 which i assumed you guys talked about on the kfg we Polo did show. we did yes uh, and i saw that and i was like damn gta 4 that was a video game. I kind of feel like playing GTA 4 right now. God damn it. And so, and like, you know, like I've been talking about how I've been playing Death Stranding. I'll play, I've been I'm like 24 hours into, into Death Stranding, which is why it's becoming dangerous that I'm like testing out other games because Just now adding I'm to myself, it. Yeah, I'm taking myself away from Death Stranding. But when I saw that, I was like, fuck, man. Oh, wait. I can maybe play. I, actually, it was Tim that said it. He, Tim was like, dude, Steam Deck, man. You might be able to play some GTA 4 on your Steam Deck, which I was like, oh, that's a genius idea. Let me check out the Steam store. Sure. see if gta 4 is available on the steam store not only was it available it was on sale for like 80 percent off i got gta 4 on steam for six dollars downloaded it launched it and it did it, 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 it first of all it had the thing where uh games on the steam deck have like either a green check mark or a like yellow uh like eye icon that'll tell you like oh if the green check mark check mark means that it's steam deck verified you can play this for sure on steam deck the yellow eye means that it might be playable but there might be some hiccups might be some weird things gta 4 had the 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 eye mark so i was like all right let's stick through it right six dollars is six dollars you know like who cares if I, if I spend it i'm gonna look try at this, and play look at big ball and bless over here you know what hey, i mean you know, i can, I can make yeah, it but this guy's making this right. guy's bless. throwing six dollars around like it's nobody's I, business bless, but he, I, I think you can expense that just so you know Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I always forget down. I work for right a company down. that yeah. talks about video games. That's and I'm talking right. about it right. I'm talking about my experience right now. I'm going to expense yeah. that $6. Yeah. Um, Greg Miller had fun paying that off. Uh, <laughs> I did Not it. Not you. Look at him. He doesn't even <laughs> own a Steam Deck. If two people sub right now on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, you cover that for blessing. You cover that expense and you make it so this man never has to eat a Slurpee off his car seat again. God damn. Uh, so I launched it off my Steam Deck and immediately. What happened with the Slurpee? The. Oh, Kevin, it's a long, long, long story. Go listen to PS Love Yuck. So, no, so. I'm not uh, that show. A nightmare happened, Greg, <laughs> where I launched it. All of a sudden, I get this pop up for the Rockstar Games launcher. And I was like, oh, no, here we go. Yeah. It's going to be a bunch of bullshit. And thankfully, thankfully, I'm happy to announce that after much 
trying to retrieve my login for Rockstar Games Launcher and sure. figuring out how to just launch, like how to go through all the, the steps on my Steam Deck. GTA 4 is right there. Wow, look at that. Wow, wow. He can't wait to play 20 minutes of this game. I played 20 minutes yesterday. Oh. In, 20 minutes today and then you're done. You're going to go back to Death Stranding. This is what's going to kill you from ever finishing Death Stranding. I know. You I need know. to commit, man. You no, can't he's do this. Bless, he's tricking you right now. He's trying to get you to drop this and go to bless that stranding game, Death Stranding. Don't do I, it. Keep enjoying I, this. I have plans because uh, he was enjoying I, Kevin before this. He was enjoying Death. Yeah, Stranding. but Death Stranding's lame. I was like, enjoying oh, Death Stranding. I'm gonna go for a long walk. Oh, careful! Gotta keep my balance. I, I have enough trouble with that already. You know what I mean? Well, that's fun though. Keeping your balance, and figuring out like, oh shit, I can't go down this steep hill with like fucking 500 pounds of weight on my back. It's a fun experience. But also, I've been doing that the last week, right? Like, I've been playing Death Stranding pretty much half the time I'm on my Steam Deck. The other half has been me, like, figuring out emulators, figuring out how to run Dolphin and PCSX and all that stuff. Mm. And then also, mm. yesterday, I was trying to figure out how to run Roller Champions on my Steam Deck. Utterly failed at that one. Because okay. that is a game that you get off of the Ubisoft Connect. Uh, and I, I, I went through the YouTube video. I did all the steps. Got to the final step, and it just didn't work. It just didn't launch. Um, and so I have had my failures. But this weekend, I'm watching Stranger Things. Death Stranding is a great game to play while you're watching something in the background. That's how I, I sure. played a lot of Death Stranding mm. while watching Ozark. I'm going to play a I lot of Death Stranding too. while watching Stranger Things. You think what's boring? Death Stranding? <laughs> I think I said I think it's boring, too. <laughs> I feel like you're not giving oh, – you, you didn't do Ozark justice by not, like, watching it, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I watched it. I watched it. Like but you, you, okay. you lost, you lost all of Ruth's mannerisms. Her like, oh no, her mannerisms come through. Let me tell yeah, you, they when really Ruth, do. When Ruth says "fuck you," can, you, you hear it. You can hear you it from can, the next room. I'm sure Michael Heim heard the whole thing. You can hear her make a face. One hundred percent. What a great show. Yeah, Ruth Langmore so has. I can't wait to finish it. Nobody tell me. Nobody spoil me. Andy Cortez in the chat points out that you gave up on Dark Souls One too. So this is the same thing, you know. I. It's not that I gave up on Dark Souls One. I gave up. On, I gave up on streaming Dark Souls One. Because, like, it was a lot of pressure to play that game in front of people. I don't know if you were there watching in the audience. But, like, I had fucking Tamora in my ear, Andy in my ear, Kevin in my ear, Mike in my ear. And then a whole kind of funny audience watching me die in this game. Okay, and well, I'm like, just like, I want you to know, I wasn't saying a single damn thing that was relevant. Okay. You were saying a lot of things. Not that it was relevant better. for the game. You know? I was just having a good time with my friend. Tamor Hussein made me jump off the same ledge like 30 times in a row. He'll do that. Tamor sure. realized yeah. that I sure. didn't need to jump off that ledge. That was messed up. Yeah, Wish you up. would step back from that ledge. When are you getting a Steam Deck? You know what? It's a great question. And I check my email every day. Nothing. I ask my friend Blessing at AOEA Jr. every time this conversation happens to forward me the fucking email he got confirming it so I, I can have that it? email. You say this every time. Just do it right now. Just Send me the fucking email. You can't. You cool. can't call someone. You can't call someone and then talk. Yeah, to do you someone not have about friends something? at Steam? Do you not know? Exactly. When you do. talk shit about PC gaming for 15 years, none of the PC people really want to help you out. Ah, I was gonna say you know you know, you know Pete Hines. You know uh, he doesn't like, work. He doesn't work. He doesn't work. But there. I'm saying you know a lot of people in the industry. You don't know yeah. one person at Steam. He might have a friend. Yeah, P, I'm sure Pete Hines has a. Pete Hines can connect you to Gabe Newell. I'm pretty sure. Are you texting Pete Hines right now? <laughs> Behind. I'll get money that behind his cross paths with Gabe Newell and mm. has his contact mm. information in his phone. It's wild that he hasn't thought. That's how modest this young man is. You know, he, he's and, not and even Grant using up, his connections. He'll call up. Who was it well, last time? Was it Nolan North? He called up Nolan North like a week ago, just randomly. There it is. And you don't have. You've reached your cell phone for Pete Hines. I'm not available right now. Please leave a message. At the tone, please record your message. Yeah. 
When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, Pete Hines, it's your friend Greg Miller from Kind of Funny Games Daily. You're live on it, right? Well, your voicemail is live on it right now. We're talking about the Steam Deck and Blessing at Aoye Jr. That's right. Forbes 30 under 30, <sighs> future classic gaming, thinks that you could help me get a Steam Deck. He thinks that you could hit up Gabe Newell and be like, hey, can you push Greg to the top of the reservation order? That's what he thinks. And I don't know. I don't buy that, but I thought I would call and put that out there. Because if that's true and you you do know somebody at Steam with the Steam Deck reservations, you're like, hey, put Greg's a little bit higher. Because I'm supposed to have it between April tell, and June. Tell him and we're getting real close to June right now. You know? What's, oh, like Kevin's saying something too. What's that, Kevin? I said, tell him how everyone's making fun of you. Mention Ron Funches. I'm not going to mention that. Kevin's saying some stuff, and it's not important to the conversation with you, Pete Hines. Don't worry about it. All right. That's it. Thank you. Bye. That's more the kind of idea. That would motivate Pete Hines, all I'm saying. He's no, then man. he would get in on it. Everybody loves making fun of Greg. You know what oh, I mean? He's I'm the fucking Pagliacci. Right I'm now. the fucking Pagliacci. I go to That's see the doctor. I see I'm depressed. They're yeah. like, hey, everybody, don't worry about it. You're yep. Go watch Greg Miller. He's funny. And I'm like, but I am Greg Miller. Wow. You know wow. I mean? wow. <laughs> it was more the idea of like a Pete Hines like. I didn't I didn't mean for you to call Pete Hines on the show. It was more so like you, you know, say people know people. This I is, what, say this is every example. argument I've ever had with Blessing Eddie Oye Jr., right? Oh, you say that and you quote it back to him and you start to put in the poll you put in the poll description like i didn't mean that i didn't mean what you fucking said that's what set me off that's what got me all fucking agitated over here riled up and guess what i'm checking my fucking email and i still don't have a forwarded email from (laughs) Uh, my friend blessing adioye jr also are those the pants you spilled slurpee on yesterday the ones i'm wearing right now yeah yeah Today we're going to talk about the fact that there's a PlayStation Showcase incoming. Xbox Cloud's dongle is real. And GameSpot's got PS5s for you tomorrow. We'll cover all of this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show on Patreon.com slash Games. Over on Patreon.com slash Games, you can write in with your questions, your comments, your concerns. You can get the show ad-free. You can be part of it. You can be a producer. You can get the post-show we do each and every weekday. Of course, you get a bevy of other benefits, including the ability to watch us record the X-Cast live today, a whole day before it posts on YouTube.com slash Games. However, if none of that's your jam or you don't have any bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games daily a bunch of different ways all for free you could be watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games right now just like last glass gaming mass syndrome and otter cog are uh, if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday of course, if you want to help us out, maybe this weekend, as you get all those Fortnite challenges done, remember, you can use the Epic Creator Code, kind of funny, all one word, to help us get a few bucks from Epic whenever you buy something on the Epic Store. Maybe it's actually on the PC, maybe it's Fortnite on your PlayStation 5, wherever you're using the Epic Game Store, kind of funny creator code would really help us out. Housekeeping for you, uh, the greatest TikTok of all time is up on at kind of funny games right now. It's also going to be up on YouTube Shorts. If you didn't know, we put them up there like that. Uh, Kevin, I put a link in there if you want to tease people with it. It's a fantastic one. It's a it's the mystery of a postcard and how I got to Andy Cortez and what's going on with it. Uh, if that was enough content for you, PS I Love You XOXO is live and casting the Horizon and God of War TV shows. You can get that on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, Rooster Teeth podcast services around the globe. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Anonymous and Fargo, Brady. Today, we're brought to you by MeUndies, Chime, and Credit Karma, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be 
The Roper Report. For some news. Nine items on The Roper Report. Baker's Dozen. Number one. We did the thing we always do. PSI Love You Goes Live. Doesn't matter what fucking day we recorded on. We're going to say, hey, maybe, maybe, who knows, maybe this left. PlayStation State of Play has been confirmed for next week. We go to the PlayStation blog. It's been more than two months since our last State of Play. Who's ready for a new one? Tune in live Thursday, June 2nd, for nearly 30 minutes of announcements and updates from the world of PlayStation. We'll have some exciting reveals from Mo... I'm sorry. We'll have some exciting reveals from our third-party partners, plus a sneak peek at several games in development for PlayStation VR 2. Watch over on Twitch or on YouTube starting at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. See you next week. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, yes, we will be live reacting to this on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames so you can come enjoy it with us. Immediately following, we will do a live post report as a PSI love you for the week. So that will be what's happening over there. No Patreon recording next week. Strictly the post show that will be for this. Blessing, what is your hype level? uh my hype level is where my hype level uh my hype levels have been for maybe about the last half year to a year when it comes to state of play which is to say not high i feel like we've learned after we've learned since maybe about the beginning of 2021 maybe a little bit before that that state of play isn't the state of play that we got at the beginning you know when state of play first started we were getting like last of us two reveals we were getting new resident evil game reveals i feel like there was a certain hype level that came with state of play that was oh this is playstation's nintendo direct oh this is playstation's big showcase where they are showing off some new and exciting games or setting the tone for the rest of the year state of play hasn't been that for over a year and a half at this point and i think one with this being announced uh for this first week in june i think that pretty much confirms for the most part that we're not going to get a playstation june big showcase i think this is kind of filling in the gaps of all right we have some games we want to talk about from third parties i think that even the psvr2 stuff being in there i think that is actually exciting for the fact that that's going to be new stuff, right? That's going to be new reveals, yeah. and that is, I think, even more than we get than we get usually out of uh, uh, PlayStation State of Plays, right? And I don't expect big, gigantic, crazy first-party stuff there, right? Maybe, maybe we see Horizon Call of the Mountain there a little bit. Maybe we see one other game, one other first-party game announced there, but I'm expecting more so stuff from uh, third parties, maybe like smaller uh, PSVR two games they can expect possibly this fall. If PSVR two uh, uh, comes out this fall. But aside from that, I am not. I've been seeing people on Twitter talk about, "Oh shit, here we go, God of War Ragnarok." Oh shit, here we go, Last of Us remake. You're not going to get that stuff. I think them leading and saying, "Hey, we're talking about third party stuff. We're talking about PSVR 2." I think pretty much confirms that you're not going to see that stuff here. Not that we're not going to see that stuff during the summer, maybe, right? Like I still stand by. We talked about it in Peace Love You. I think there's a good chance we see God of War Ragnarok at uh, Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest live, right? Maybe we see uh, Last of Us remake sometime during the summer as well but we're not going to see that stuff at this PlayStation state of play. It sucks though. What's your high level? Uh, I'm right there with you. I think the exciting reveals from third party is interesting and I want to dissect it. Several games in development for PlayStation VR 2 is interesting as well. You know, the big kicker that we kicked around on PS I love you because we love kicking things on the kick show was the idea of like, okay, cool. Is PlayStation VR 2 this year? If so, when do you get out and announce that? When do you message that? How do you message it? Blah, blah, blah. The fact you're selling more games for it, you know, all right, cool. Are we, does this take the place of doing a standalone event for it? Are we going to still have a standalone PlayStation VR 2 event that announces the whole thing and does the whole thing? 
you know, is it possible they do a release date during this? Several games in development. What does that mean? Are, like you're saying smaller stuff. Could this be where you do and confirm Half-Life Alex that that's coming to PlayStation VR 2 and get people hyped for yeah. it? Uh, you know, similarly, uh, I, I, since the announcement, I've been saying that, you know, this is smaller. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to make it. I'm not even making a Greg joke. But like Ghostbusters, um, whatever. The, no, Ghost, I think VR they're just calling it Ghostbusters VR, Ghostbusters meta, whatever. The Quest 2 Ghostbusters game. That's got to be coming to PlayStation VR 2. Uh, when Taylor at IGN interviewed them, they were KG and like, this is all we're announcing at the time. So it's like, that's got to be a PlayStation VR 2 game. So do you put that in here? And that, but it's like, is that enough like to be showing stuff people already know about? Like, I think Alex would be to come out and say, Hey, Alex is here. That's rad. But also would you save that for a big event? But is there going to be a big event? Like, I don't, it's such a nebulous thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's why I'm, I'm a little bit shocked that we're going to see some PSVR two stuff here, because I would think that you would wait for a big PSVR two focused event to then talk about that stuff, which tells me that, yeah, I I do think that the PSVR two stuff you're going to get here are going to be maybe more low to mid level stuff and maybe not the big bangers, but maybe it is maybe half-life Alex is the one more thing. You know, I I don't want to totally discredit PlayStation state of play sometimes being exciting because I think every now and then you do get bangers. You know, there was a state of play about a year ago at this time where we got Final Fantasy VII Intergrade. Like, that was announced at a state of play. And I think that was a really exciting thing. Nevins Island writes into patreon.com slash games and says, Good morning, KFGD crew. With State of Play being announced and currently no Square Enix uh, conference planned for Summer Game Fest opening weekend, do you think that this is the place where we could see Final Fantasy 16 or Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2? If Remake shows up, I will cry. Hope you have a good and restful Memorial Day weekend, Nevins Island. Blessing, are you holding your breath for Remake Part 2 or Final Fantasy 16? Remake Part 2, 1,000% no. Uh, Final Fantasy 16, I think it depends on when that game is coming out. You know, I think there's talk about maybe that game hitting fall. And I think with that, the question starts to become, all right, cool. When do you show it? When do we actually see it? And the um, devs have been talking about t- uh, showing more off from that game, especially like around this time, right? Like I, I think it was supposed to be shown December. They came out in December and said, hey, we're kicking it to spring. And right now it's spring, right? Like right now is about the time you would talk about it. I would think that it shows up sometime in June. Um, I would probably lean more toward uh, Jeff Keighley's, uh, again, Summer Games Fest Live. But Final Fantasy 16 is known to show up at Sony things. You know, we had it at the, at the um, PlayStation Showcase, I believe the previous one, or maybe the one before that. And so with that, like, maybe it is the big announcement at uh, this next state of play. The thing is, though, like, as I go through, because I... I I'm doing the thing that I do every single time when it comes to them announcing a new state of play, which is I go to the previous state of plays and I look for what were the big, what were the biggest announcements? Sure. Going to the previous state of play, the March 2022 state of play that we got a couple months ago, I look through the announcements and it is, we got, it, it led with Exoprimal, the game that we all thought was Dino Crisis Dino for a Crisis. second and then thanked God wasn't Dino Crisis. We got a, Go, a Ghostwire Tokyo trailer, we got Stranger Paradise, Final Fantasy, we got another Forspoken trailer, Gundam Evolution, Teenage Ninja Turtles, the Cowbugging Collection, uh, Gigabash or Gigabash, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. We got a Trek to Yomi trailer, Returnal Ascension, which I would say was the biggest announcement out yeah, of that thing. That was dope. And that's Returnal DLC. And then the Deal Field Chronicle and then Valkyrie Elysium. That is the energy that State of Play brings, right? If I go to the State of Play before that, the biggest announcement at, the, at last fall's State of Play was uh, Little Devil Inside. Right, the one before that. If I go into uh, the July 2021 state of play, right, and I go through it, it is Moss Book Two, which is a cool VR game, right? That was a PSVR one, and I could see something like that, like games like that that we're looking forward to show up at this next state of play. But as I go on, 
Arcade Geddon, Tribes of Midgard, Fist, Forge, and Shadow Torch. And a lot of these are just re-reveals or new additional trailers. Hunters, Arena Legends, yeah. uh, uh, Sifu Trailer, Jet the Far Shore, Demon Slayer, right? Lost Judgment, Death Stranding Director's Cut, an additional trailer. That wasn't the reveal. Another Deathloop trailer. Like, the, this is the energy that State of Play has been bringing for the longest time. That is why I'm like, no, you're not going to see Final Fantasy 16 at this thing. Like, that is not what State of Plays are for anymore. And maybe, maybe this is the one that bucks the trend. <laughs> And I feel like we say this each and every time. Maybe this is the one that changes things. Maybe this is the one that brings in a new energy for State of Play. And I would Here's, absolutely love that, but I can't lean and hope on that. I, I want everybody to always there. temper your expectations, right? Yes. Always temper your expectations. Reveals from our third-party partners, right? Is Final Fantasy 16 a reveal at this point? No, we know about it. We've seen it, right? Stuff like that. Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2 would be, but again, I'm with you that I don't think you do it here. What I think is interesting is, you know, Nevin's Island is talking about Square. I'd want to talk more about Capcom. And the fact that Capcom has, you remember, they did, res, or what was it, RE2 remake there? And maybe even RE3? I forget. Chat or kindoffunny.com slash wrong. I think me. RE3 was revealed. Yeah. But was yeah. but 2 was as well, wasn't it? Or was that two a press conference? 2 was a press conference. That was an actual okay, E3. Okay. okay. Well, they have quite the relationship working with them. I'd be interested to see if they reveal anything there that's brand new or if it's just, yeah, more Exo Primal or whatever the fuck it's going to be. That would suck. But like, I would think if they have something new, maybe they show it there and do it there. But one of the things, and again, I want everybody to temper your expectations. All right, put your bees in your bonnets. Don't worry about it. But there's something I noticed that I find interesting about this blog post, right? I'm going to read it to you one more time. Uh, it's been more than two months since our last state of play. Who's ready for a new one? Yada, yada, yada. We'll have some exciting reveals from our third-party partners, plus a sneak peek at several games in development for PlayStation VR 2. Watch on Twitch, yada, yada. See you next week. Boom, period, right? Then it's regarding co-streaming. Please know this broadcast may include yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. That's it. That's it, Bless. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to go back and look at July 8th, 2021, State of Play kicks off today, yada, yada, right? It would be all this blah, 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 blah. Here's this new deep dives, this, that, and the other, yada, yada. Today's show includes indies, updates from third parties, and a lengthy uh, segment on Deathloop, blah, blah, blah. Today's showcase will not include updates on the next God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, or the next generation mm-hmm. of PlayStation VR. If you want to go back to, yeah, the same one they were, they, they've gone out of their way before to pr- say that. Uh, in the lead up to that same one right july 6 2021 this showcase will not include updates on god of war horizon forbidden west or the next generation of playstation vr i find it interesting they're not saying hey this will not be include anything about god of war i'm not saying take it to the bank that god of war is going to be there i'm saying don't get your hype levels too high for god of war but it's not out of the realm of possibilities that they would do hey here's a god of war trailer yeah you're not wrong like i i I think there's something there and I think that's like a good a, a good thing to, to to pick up on. I just I, I just refuse to hope, right? Like I hear you. That maybe maybe that is them being like, oh, we've said it enough. They they know what the expectations are for state of play now. Maybe that is them leaving the door open. I think it could be a banger state of play if the biggest thing we get out of there is God of War Ragnarok and a release date, right? Like I think that would be a banger. I think for sure. Like my expectation so far is that the biggest things that are going to be there are going to be a stray release date. We got the leak. Uh, yesterday oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. July 19th. I think at the state of play, they probably they probably confirmed that, and I think that'll be huge. I think uh, a Half-Life Alex port for PSVR 2 would be huge as well. Like, if you get those two things, and you also get God of War Ragnarok, this is also this is going to be one of the best state of plays we've ever gotten. And I'm down to get that, and I hope we get that. I hope so, too. Uh, we have to wait and see, though, of course. Thursday, June 2nd, right around the corner. Like I said, we'll be reacting to it live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, then we will be doing PS I Love You XOXO as the post show to recap everything we just saw. So if you miss it live, you can catch it there. But 
Speaking of that old PlayStation VR, number two on the Roper Report, Sony says PlayStation VR 2 will have over 20 launch games. This is Andy Robinson over at VGC. Sony has said that it will have more than 20 games ready for the launch of PlayStation VR 2. Launch games will cover both first-party and third-party titles, the corporation said during its business briefing on Thursday. Quote, right now, there is a considerable amount of money being spent on partnerships with independent and other third-party developers to secure a considerable pipeline of attractive VR content at the launch of PlayStation VR 2, said SIE President Jim Ryan. Uh, Man, the fact that when you're like that high up in the corporate letter ladder, you can speak like a press release is so impressive to me. A considerable oh, yeah. pipeline of attractive VR content. Fuck Jim, Jesus. Uh, bless. We talked about this a little bit yesterday on PS. I love you, uh, but it broke in between kind of funny games daily and PS. I love you. I, I like that when we, we read this uh, initially, you said, I fucking hope so. <laughs> yeah. Like it better, right? Like it better ha- launch with at least more than, than 20 games on there. And like PSVR is different from a console launch, right? Like, you know, the install base for a PSVR 2 is going to be way lower than the people that initially came out to buy a PS5, just because that's how that works with the peripheral for the console. Sure. And then also, like, you don't necessarily need 100 PSVR, PSVR games available to that limited of an audience. Um, that said, right, like, I would imagine that the number, like, the actual number of games available for PSVR 2 is going to exceed that widely because of ports and because of, like, backwards compatible stuff. You know, you would imagine that Beat Saber and Tetris Effect and other notable, like, I forget if Pistol Whip is already on PSVR, but maybe a Pistol Whip as well. Like, games, yeah, like yeah, yeah. games like that will either get an update or just naturally be backwards compatible for PSVR 2. <laughs> um, we, like, when, leaning, leaning to a more expansive library than that. And I think when he says 20 games, I think he's talking about new stuff, right? Stuff that is launching brand new for the platform and i would include you hope so like, yeah I would, I would include things like half-life alex as well right stuff that hasn't been on playstation before um in that too and with that i'm excited to see what these are you know i think there's a, a lot of question marks for me in, in terms of what play playstation's first party output is going to look like for psvr2 we have horizon call of the mountain and i'm sure that's going to launch and i'm sure that's going to that's included in, in in the 20 games he's talking about but how many more games is, uh, are there going to be from PlayStation? Because he mentions here he's talking about independent and he's talking about third yeah, parties. He doesn't mention first parties. Cool. He does not mention first parties. And I want some first parties, right? I think that's how that's how PSVR two is going to be a hit. If you if you have the Horizon Call of the Mountains and then you ha- you have like whatever Insomniac game because Insomniac has done VR development before. Oh, they have no lot, yeah. expansive teams, right? Like I would expect a, an Insomniac game in there. I would expect. You know, London, a London studio game in there. You know, what is um, the Concrete Genie studio, a Pixel Opus, Pixel working Opus. on, right? Like, yeah. is Media Molecule doing anything? I think you have enough there in terms of developers that you could assign to VR projects that hopefully you have some cool stuff there. Also, um, Team Asobi with Astrobot. Yep. Is there going to be an Astrobot there, uh, Astrobot game there year one? Fingers crossed, I hope so, because that I think those are going to be the things that drive PSVR to home and make it an actual, like, exciting launch that, that people want to pay attention to and come to. Yeah, 100%. It can't just all be recycled content, right? It can't be stuff yeah. like, okay, here's Half-Life Alex. Here's other stuff that's come to Quest uh, in Quest 2 that we've done. It can't just be, hey, all right, cool. You know, PSVR 2 is not backwards compatible with PSVR, but we've made these this these 10 this these dozen games that are the most popular ones we've made versions for psvr2 you need a reason yet to get in there i i mean beyond all hope and i know we are go back yeah. and forth on this all the time yeah i hope they make it backwards compatible with psvr mm-hmm. i know it's tough and i know it's not as easy as we think it would be and yada 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 but there was that one time we talked to a developer and he was like no it wouldn't be that bad but 
Certain games, I'm sure, wouldn't work, but the majority, I think, should. Yeah, that's my thing is I think, like, even if it isn't, like, built in, all everything is just going to automatic, automatically work magically. I think at the very least, the, the po- all the popular games that you would want to play backwards compatible are going to work, right? Like, yeah. Beat Saber, again, Pistol Whip, all these other, all these games have versions on other platforms that have uh, inside-out tracking. And I would imagine that, that would probably be the most difficult step is to figure out how to transition from the way that PSVR 1 works with the PlayStation camera and the move wands and like the the uh, PSVR helmet, uh, transitioning that to inside-out tracking with the new tech that they're working with for PSVR 2. I think that is the biggest challenge. And that challenge becomes easy when you've already done that, when you already have those games on other platforms and you can just add in updates or add in uh, ports that are cool or picking up and dropping. Not that it's easy as drag and dropping, but you know what I mean, right? Like they've done yeah, it before. Yeah, yeah. Doing it again on another platform is is probably is going to be the biggest hassle, and they'll want to do it because there's going to be money money there for them. My well, question for you is: oh, sorry, go for it, go for it. No, I was going to say you bring up an excellent point. I think too of like you know talking about okay, well, if you already have a game that works on the Quest, right, you should be able to port that to PlayStation VR two. So even if we're talking yeah. about Beat Saber in particular, right, which on PSVR one is using the PlayStation Eye to look at the move wands, which is completely different than PlayStation VR 2's inside out tracking, seeing everything that way and then the way it communicates with it. If you're able to be able to port the Quest version to PSVR two and have that be the version, great. But then how do you take care of people who already bought Beat Saber the first time around? Yeah, and that and that has to be a oh you automatically get it right. It has to you be hope a, so. Yeah, a, a, a not quick resume a, a smart delivery type situation. It's yeah, it's got it. You <laughs> hope that's what it is, and if it's not, it's got to be well. This is a drastically different game, and we're going to explain and justify it to you. But I think that's a really hard fucking thing to sell. Yeah, this well, beat saber, you just be like, what? Okay, there's more songs, or I can maybe finally reuse the creation tools that the PC players can. My questions for you, or my question yeah. for you is. What is your PSVR 2 wish list in terms of games? Are there games that you really hope? I know we talked about Half-Life Alex. I know there's Horizon, right? But like, are there games that you hope come to the platform? I mean, yeah. I mean, Half-Life Alex, uh, Horizon, like you said, of course. But then, yeah, I want that Ghostbusters game, even though I know nothing about it other than the teaser trailer that dropped at the uh, big meta event. Um, and from there, no, it's you You want to see new stuff. You want to see uh, what people have been working on in, inside of the VR space, right? Because I feel like it's been quiet for a while on the psvr side where i think playstation vr dropped we all liked it the people who bought it liked it it sold better than they expected i think there was every so often a really cool game to go get for it and really be all about it and be excited about it and put it back on and i have not felt that since iron man iron man was the last time i was like excited for a playstation vr game i got it i really enjoyed myself despite the long load times and then i put it down and when moss book 2 dropped i was so excited to go back to it but that had been uh years right that have been filled with the accessibility and ease of use of the ocular or the yeah. meta quest the meta quest 2 is what i'm holding here right and so to go in and fuck i gotta charge these oh they don't even use usb micro i'm always bad at this they don't use usb ps4 they use usb ps3 for the fucking move ones yep. oh i got all these cords the box i got I'm undoing the thing and I got hair stuck to the fucking Velcro ties. It's all the gross. This is like spider nest of things coming out. And then the camera's there and I put on the headset. I get into Moss Book 2 and it still has the fucking sit there and camera shake. The camera bob, even though the camera is sitting on top of the Xbox, sitting on top of the table, nothing's happening. It's like, this sucks. Like, that was just like such a, I took it off and I was just like, 
I really like Moss. I really like what I've played of Moss Book 2. I will wait for the Quest version, which they announced at the same place they announced that Ghostbusters game. And I assume when, knock on wood, PlayStation VR 2 gets announced, it will be either backwards compatible or there will be versions of the games and I'll have Moss Book 2 PSVR 2 compatible or the PS2 PSVR 2 version of it to play. But it's like... That it was the complete opposite of when I was excited to play Iron Man and I popped it in and I pushed all the things around and I was being a moron in the living room, being Tony Stark to then put that back on and be like, oh man, like not that much time has passed, but I feel like this is such a device from two generations ago. Yeah, it's crazy how old it feels. And I think part of that is because it's using some hardware from two generations ago, right? Especially when we talk about the move ones. I remember being so excited when I first got PSVR uh, playing, uh, it was Beat Saber, it was Astrobot. I think it it was some Tetris as well. And it was also Trover Saves the Universe and Blood and Truth. I got so excited to play those games and I had a blast playing those games. But yeah, like with time passing and us you know moving on to the quest and then coming back to psvr and being like ah shit man everything changes when you've used better controllers when you've done it wireless when you've done all these things right like i think psvr 2 has a lot to live up to within that and it, and they've been talking about all the right things i think the biggest bummer sure. is that it's uh gonna be wired but i don't know if there's anything they can do to work around that because it's even that though I feel, and i'm with you i feel like the one thin wire is so much different than the yes. two wires that go into the playstation vr now into the junction box into the you know what i mean like if it's just one single wire it's gonna be okay i don't think it'll be and again like inside out tracking is such a game changer in terms yeah like of that's gonna be feel. such a huge thing because that was one of my big problems right where you'd be playing uh oh, i forget the name of the game but those of vr game that we played it was like year one of ps uh ps i love you uh, me being on ps i love you where we were doing like the thing where we play a new game every single week yeah, and yeah. i picked up a vr game and it was a game where you would look out the window and like you were in a tall office building, right? You would look out the window, there'd be monsters crawling up your window, and you would have to oh, like, yeah, yeah. look back, grab an item, and then like throw items out the window to like get the monsters off of the building. And every single time I would look back and try to grab something, obviously because it's working off the PlayStation camera, there's only it only has like tracking for the front of you, right? When I turn around and my PlayStation Move controller is being blocked by my body, tracking is all off. And that totally ruined the the immersion of that game the PSVR 2 having inside out tracking and having these new controllers is going to fix all the things like that, right? There's also like weird lighting stuff that would go on with the PlayStation Move stuff where sure. like, my room was too bright. All of a sudden my PlayStation Move controllers can't see my, my, my or my PlayStation Move camera can't see my Move controllers. There are so many issues with it. Um, but yeah, like I'm looking forward to PSVR 2. Like I'm excited for it. I think for me in terms of wish list of games, I just want something that makes me believe again, right? I want something that Makes me feel the way I felt playing Astrobot Rescue Mission when I first played that sure. on, on VR, sure. or the way that I felt playing Beat Saber. I feel like we've gotten so past um, all of the like the Mario sixty four like experiences of oh man, I didn't realize the game could be played like this. You know, between Astrobot, between Half Life Alex, between Beat Saber, it's so hard for me to imagine something new that's gonna blow my mind in that same way. But I want that, and I'm sure like a, a team of Sobe or even maybe a London studio because Blood and Truth is dope as hell, right? Like I think these studios might have the stuff to make that feeling come back again. But that's my biggest worry is that the software comes through and we're just like, Oh yeah, it's more VR. Like I don't want more that. VR experiences. Yeah. 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 We will wait and see maybe this year. Maybe. I, I feel like it's gotta be at this point with the way they keep talking about it. Right. 
It seems like that's what they're building to, but we'll see what they say at State of Play, and we'll go from there. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, you, of course, can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can toss us a few bucks, and you can watch the show. You can get your neighbor on the show. You can ride into the show. You can get the show with the post show. But most important for right now, you get the show ad-free, but you're not watching on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. So here's a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. I love Me Undies from head to toe, all over my body. If you don't believe me, of course, right now I'm wearing the Me Undies shirt. You can tell by the little tag going on right there, right? I got the Me Undies lounge shorts going on. Of course, I got the Undies, and then boom, Me Undies socks, baby. That's how we do out here at Kind of Funny. I love being soft head to toe in the micro modal fabric. You already know all about that, but if you don't. Let's face it, summer's sweaty, but your butt doesn't have to be. With MeUndies light and breathable micromodal fabric, you can stay comfy and cool all summer long. They have super fun seasonal prints and tons of styles to choose from. But if you just like classic black, that's totally cool too. They got a bunch of just bold colors for you to go for. They have super fun seasonal prints, tons of styles, and sizes extra small to 4XL. So you can bring the beach to your butt without ever leaving your living room. MeUndies has a great offer for all of you first-time purchasers. You can get 15% off. If you sign up for their free-to-join membership, you can apply that 15% off to their already discounted membership prices. To get 15% off your first order and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Tell them Tim Getty sent you. Shout out to Chime for sponsoring this episode. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early without direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is about more than just getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. Uh, so what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at chime.com slash KF games. That's C-H-I-M-E.com slash KF games. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Get started at chime.com slash KF games shout out to credit karma for sponsoring this episode want a new credit card but not sure how to choose you don't need to apply for the first offer that you see in the mail credit karma can help you zero in on the right option for you and apply with more confidence i love credit karma i've been using it for years to check my credit profile make sure everything is good and on the up and up uh, credit karma uses your credit profile to show you offers that are tailored to your financial situation credit karma partners with a wide range of card issuers so you can be sure you're exploring all sorts of options. Best of all, Credit Karma uses your credit data to show you your chances of approval before you even apply, helping you apply with more confidence. Comparing cards on Credit Karma is 100% free and most importantly, will not affect your credit score. That is huge. Credit Karma, create your own karma. Ready to find the right card for you? Head to Credit Karma and check out your personalized mix of offers today. That's creditkarma.com or hit up the Credit Karma app to find the right card for you that's creditkarma.com number three on the roper report xbox's cloud dongle keystone is coming we go to jez cordon over at windows central uh for years 
rumors have persisted that Microsoft was exploring building some form of streaming stick to offer Xbox cloud gaming via a more affordable dongle, similarly to Chromecast and Google Stadia. The first hint was Project Hobar. More recently, a codename Keystone appeared in an Xbox OS list, lending fire to rumors that Xbox was continuing to explore additional hardware for the Xbox lineup. We can now confirm that this is indeed true, and it pertains to a modernized HDMI streaming device that runs Xbox Game Pass and its cloud gaming service. Microsoft is, however, taught taking exploring additional iterations of the product before I, that's what they write uh, uh, yeah, talking to, talking exploring additional iterations of the product before uh, taking it to market in a statement provided to Windows Central a Microsoft spokesperson described its commitment to lowering boundaries to Xbox content via low cost hardware while acknowledging that the existing version of Keystone needs a little more time to bake before going live quote our vision for Xbox Cloud Gaming is unwavering. Our goal is to enable people to play the games they want on the devices they want wherever, any, anywhere they want. As announced last year, we've been working on a game streaming device codenamed Keystone that could be connected to any TV or monitor without the need of a console, a Microsoft spokesperson stated. As part of any technical journey, we are constantly evaluating our efforts, reviewing our learnings, and ensuring we are bringing value to, the, our, to our customers. We have made the decision to pivot away from the current iteration of the Keystone device. We will take our learnings and refocus our efforts on a new approach that will allow us to deliver Xbox Cloud Gaming to more players around the world in the future, end quote. From what we understand, Keystone has been in development for a couple of years, with Microsoft continuing to finalize the product's feature set. Blessing, when are we getting this dongle? I don't know, right? Like, I would think that it would come this fall. I, I feel like now we're getting to the point where the timing would work out where, uh, you know, with the console shortage and how difficult it is to get consoles, I know Xbox is becoming more and more available as, as, as time goes. I would think that, what, two years after launching Series X and Series S would be the right time to to, to implement that, right? Get more people in the ecosystem. Sure. And, like, drive the drive the Xbox sales up, right? If, they, if you count this as Xbox sales, which I don't know, I don't, I don't know how you categorize that, right? Since it's not a console, it's a dongle. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I could see this fall being that time right because they're they're not, it's not gonna happen this fall they're talking about they're they're, they're canceling the keystone and moving to a different iteration you well, think like, that's all a bunch of it, smoke and mirrors i i part of part of me does think so but also i'm like what is the big challenge with, with making it like for you when do you think it's, it's gonna launch when it's ready and i know it's a lame answer but like the fact it's cool they're being open about this that they the os mm -hmm. keystone launched they're like yeah okay we've been working on it but yeah we're not doing it and we're gonna uh, bounce away from it like it's one of those honestly this is in that you literally it can launch at any moment and i'd be like oh that makes sense because it's going to be a stick right like i mean i saw you know I, I, you, if you haven't used a google uh any of the fucking ones i don't remember any of them but the chrome one that chrome chromecast right kevin chromecast. that one has like yeah, an chromecast, ethernet port you know, on it so it's like eh, so, this sorry uh, newer iterations do not and you can connect oh. a usb dongle to it with an okay. ethernet port Thank you for keeping me honest. The one I had uh, had an Ethernet port to it, right? So you could get great, you know, no latency and yada, yada, yada. Like, I really just feel like one day it's going to happen and it's going to be, okay, cool. And I expect it's going to be cheap as all fuck. And it's going to be like, this is the way, you know, they're going to come out and do this. It's, this is what Xbox has been planning and talking about, right? Where is this dongle? Where are the streaming apps? You know what I mean? Like for your TV and stuff. Like, yeah, I guess they've I'm talked about this forever. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. And I'm surprised, I'm surprised it's, They've had to jump through not, not jump through hoops, but like I'm I'm surprised it's been this much of a challenge for them because like you know it it does seem like well it's the bulk of it is just gonna be streaming right it is just gonna be a streaming stick and like that's not necessarily a uh like 
a brand new thing. Like, to, and I, not that like it's not difficult to like get stuff like this running, but I feel like for Microsoft, you know, and again, for comparing it to Chromecast, so comparing it to Amazon Fire Stick, if we're comparing it to those things, right? Like, the big step up here is that it is going to play games. It is going to you're going to plug into your into your TV. It's going to connect to your controller, and it is going to stream games to the cloud. And I feel like for that, it I would imagine that this would be a big part of the strategy, right? Especially for the play anywhere for thing. Sure. For the we want anybody to be able to jump into our games thing, right? Like, I feel like that is. I, I would think that this, this would take priority enough to where they're like, cool, let's get this out as soon as possible. That's why I'm like, oh, this fall has to be it. But yeah, like if they're starting over, then they're starting over. And if they're not able to get it out, they're not able to get it out. Like I, I'm with you to the in, in the stance that, yeah, this this can just come out whenever. And I'd be like, cool, makes sense. Like, let's keep rolling. Let's 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 see how this thing does. But yeah, I'm surprised we haven't gotten it already at this point. Yeah, it seems like there's been a lot of talk. But again, you want to get it right. You don't want to have it be just another streaming stick that's like, oh, it's whatever. No on it, but. When Xbox do you think we get the app? Because they've been talking about the the smart TV apps as well. I don't know. It's another one. Any day. Any any. It could be. It could be tomorrow. It could be six months from now. It could be a year and a half from now. And I'd be like, nah, whatever makes sense. Again, you got to do it right. You got to figure out. And I'm not smart enough to know if you can even take a controller and Bluetooth that to a TV. Is that something they can do? Ooh. I think so. I think. Well, yeah? no. I guess. I think it Bluetooths to the whatever your streaming device is. So but that's what we're talking about. If the no, for no, a TV no, no, having no, no, an no. app, okay. you can you can get a controller that connects via Wi-Fi because that's what Stadia did, right? Sure, but yeah. that's a special controller. Like Xbox doesn't have that ready to go. Yeah, I guess I never thought about that. That's actually a really good point. That's a disconnect there for me. Yeah. Uh, a, a young lady in the chat named Game Honest says you can with Apple Arcade. There you go. Oh, but that, you mean through your phone, Janet? You, yeah, you must mean through your phone. That doesn't help me at all, Janet. Oh man. Wait, no, oh, okay. Wait, she she says you can connect it to, to the controller to the Apple TV box. Yeah, okay. But that doesn't that doesn't help me, Janet. Again, we're talking about an app inside of a TV. Well, this is why the, we didn't want her on today. This is very specific. In in the the latest report we got before this one, I think the talk was that it was only going to start with Samsung TVs, and maybe Samsung TVs have that sort of connected like Bluetooth connectivity. Yeah, maybe the new ones, Xbox will. Or the yeah, old they, ones in general do. Yeah, maybe that's the kind of funny.com slash you're wrong thing if, if you know the, the Bluetooth capabilities of Samsung. <laughs> if you're Mr. Samsung, let us <laughs> if know. If you're yeah. Mr. Samsung out there, let us know. If, like, if I, We're I an LG family here. We don't know anything about it. <laughs> uh, number four on the Roper Report. Uh, the Callisto Protocol no longer takes place in the PUBG universe. This is George Yang at IGN.com. Striking Distance Studio CEO Glenn Schofield announced or revealed the upcoming game, the Callisto Protocol, no longer takes place within the PUBG universe. FYI, the Callisto, Pro the Callisto, the game is on Twitter, is its own story and world. He explained on Twitter, it no longer takes place in the PUBG universe. It was originally part of the PUBG timeline, but grew into its own world. PUBG is awesome, and we will still have little surprises for fans, but. TCP, which I like, is uh, that's a cool acronym for the Callisto Protocol, is its own world, story, and universe. You done with TCP? Yeah, you know me. The survival horror game uh, was originally announced in December 2020 and was going to take place within the same universe as PUBG several centuries into the future. However, it was unclear uh, what kind of ties the two games would have. Earlier this week, Glenn stated that the Callisto Protocol uh, was so far into the future in 2320 that any connections didn't even really matter. Now he clarifies that there simply aren't any. The Callisto Protocol follows a protagonist, Jacob Lee, as he tries to escape a prison facility on Jupiter's Callisto moon that's filled with monsters called biophages. Uh, to fight off these monsters, Jacob is only equipped with a baton, pistol, shotgun, and a device called a GRP that can move items and enemies around. The Callisto Protocol is scheduled to launch sometime this year for PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X slash S. I can't fucking wait. 
quest. Greg, if I if I told you that the Callisto Protocol took place in the PUBG universe, would you have been like, oh, I knew that, or would you have been <laughs> like, wait, really? <laughs> Honestly, as a big story, fan, of, I was like, wait, wait really? Sorry, as a big so, fan of Glenn's work, I mean, of course, Glenn, one of the people who made Dead Space. So, like, when they announced they were doing this with the new studio, Striking Distance, I was like, fuck yes. As a fan of that, I do remember that at the announcement, they were like, it was in the PUBG universe, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm... Uh, it still it's not is, now. it's just so far in the future, it doesn't matter. No, no that's still, not at all. Oh, okay, now it's okay. not at all. It was that's originally. What he, originally, he said... PUBG Universe. Then more recently, he said it's so far it doesn't matter. And then now he's being very clear. Listen, it's the we're just completely just dis- we're not even part of it. Don't Which I think that. is the good decision. Even though I do like, I like the idea initially of like, yo, let's just put it all in the same universe. PUBG is PUBG is PUBG, and somehow the Callisto Protocol is going to connect to it. We'll figure it out as we go. We make more games that'll all somehow be in the same universe. I feel like that is such a dumb, but like dumb in a really fun way idea that I'd be down for it. I do appreciate them being like, actually, fuck it. It does not matter. <laughs> Let's just tell them that it's the different universe. Like, these are such different things. We don't have to connect everything. We're not the MCU. Exactly. I, I'm still interested. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be the exact same amount of tie-ins where you're going to find a frying pan and the fucking weird welding mask that guy on the cover oh, always sure. has or whatever. So I'll be there. But now, what do, do you think this game comes out this year? No. I wish yeah. I, 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 I want to believe I fucking want this game really badly. I don't think it hits this year. Do you think it hits next year? Yes. Do you so you think we we're gonna get Dead Space remake and Callisto Protocol in the same year? Yeah. If I was a betting man, I would think you get Dead Space remake. They've said January. I'll believe them and say that it's hitting January because I've seen more of that game than Callisto. But I've also been trying to stay dark on both of them, honestly. And then yeah, Callisto maybe falls into this the summer or fall, like Septemberish. <sighs> That's gonna what be a awesome. Fucking year. That's what gonna be awesome, year especially considering Resident Evil Four remake that same year as well. And then this is like very like rumor, right? This is not a confirmed thing. But like, if things go our way, Resident Evil Four remake, and then also uh, Last of Us remake, maybe next year too, if it doesn't hit this year or if it if it exists. Period. Yeah. Those four I, games I mean, on the same year is gonna be insane if that happens. Even if even if I mean, don't get me wrong, I want Callisto Protocol as fast as I can get it. So like, if it comes out this year, great. But and then you'd have like the, you can we can just say the the next eighteen months for survival horror fans or you know horror fans in general in games. Hell yeah! Hell Are yeah. you what's your excitement? What I'm your excitement level? Because I know you're super excited. What's your confidence level in Callisto Protocol? That's harder to say. Like you know. I've known Glenn a while now, and honestly, I knew him after Dead Space. I knew him when he was working on the Call of Duty stuff when he was over at Sledgehammer with uh, Michael Condry and their whole team. And so, like, I like Glenn. I think Glenn's got a good head on his shoulders for games. I think he did a great job, obviously, with Dead Space and stuff like that. What is this game going to play like and feel like? It's a it's striking distance studios. It's a brand new studio, right? Like, I want to believe. I want to think that'll be great. Like, it's you know, I remember. I can't name names off the top of my head, but I remember when they started and they were like, "Here's the people and the talent we have from other studios." Like. We see those press releases all the time. You hope for the best and you hope that they pull together, but like making a new game and a new IP from a new studio is tough. And so you hope that they have it all locked in. Like I, I expect it to be creepy and scary and fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm like, I, I, in terms of confidence, yeah, I'm in that same place where I just don't know what to expect from yeah. Striking Distance. And like you, you probably know more about this than me. Like how many of, do you know how much of that team is people that worked originally on the original Dead Space franchise? Let me look into it for you because I remember when they initially talked about that, they talked about what they were doing. Yeah. If, if, I, I really hope that it does like capture that same spirit and like take people back in that way because I know Dead Space is a thing that is a franchise that has been beloved, right? Since it's come out and like it, piecing out for a while was really sad for a lot of people and so them coming back with it in this way also in the same year where, where dead space remake is coming out is going to be really good for those fans um but it's gonna be better if the game hits and is actually really good 
like I'm looking in like there isn't an easy way to do that, but their company leadership, right? You, it's five people. You got Glenn right there, and then you also have uh, Steve. Uh, I'm gonna screw up his last name. It's been so long since I said it. Uh, Papusis, uh, who was the guy on Dead Space Two. So like right okay. there, like we still have the Dead Space people, like the people who have carried the DNA of that. Yeah, I scroll through. I have to click on everywhere. I'm gonna randomly pick on. I'm gonna click on Amanda Stewart. She's principal. No, she doesn't have a bio, but she's principal. I don't know. A lot of people, I would say. You know what I mean? I guess I, you know, I should have Googled it rather than gone to the website. There's just so much news. Well, I don't do, know. do you remember the Dead Space game for Wii, the on-rail shooter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, extraction, Dead Space Extraction. Yeah, Dead Space extra- Extraction. Yeah, that was the one I played. I like that one. It was a good one. Give me a close to protocol. Remember when they extraction. also did the Dead Space like anime or whatever cartoon movie about it or whatever? No, I missed that. Dead Space is fucking awesome, and they fucked that up. EA, god damn it. Number five. We have Diablo Immortal release times for you uh, from the new uh, Diablo Immortal page. As we prepare to launch Diablo Immortal on June 2nd at 10 a.m. Pacific for iOS, Android, and PC and open beta, some players will see uh, uh, Immortal propagate on the App Store and Google Play beginning the morning of June 1st. 1st. Uh, This is part uh, due to the nature of how mobile games roll out and ensure a smooth launch for the mobile version, uh, blah, blah, blah. As previously uh, mentioned, Diablo Immortal will launch for PC and open beta, Android, iOS in some asian asia pacific regions on june 22nd so again mainly what i'm saying there is it's a worldwide release starting at june 2nd no it's not world well yeah worldwide except for this asia thing uh june 2nd uh 10 a.m pacific and it'll roll out throughout your thing yeah i like diablo you no i'm not a diablo person oh yeah 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 i'm i'm I'm, you know i love diablo i'm interested to see what it's all about and see what it's like yeah and see uh, it's interesting the idea of course like especially now like you know how big into puzzle quest i am I, I'm not, and that's not a joke, but Puzzle Quest 3 or whatever being a game I play on my phone, but I could play on Steam. And then when I go on Steam and I use the clicking, I'm like, oh, this it's way better to swipe and touch. I'll be interested to see for this one how I like it because they've already confirmed. They they have a huge like FAQ. They, they call it a roadmap, which made me think it's like the future, but it's actually more of like at launch, here's everything you need to know. And they confirmed that like on your phone, it works with the backbone controller. It works with like the, you know, the Razer Kishi, like all that stuff. So it's like, it strikes me as like, oh, this is going to be a Diablo Diablo. I didn't play the alpha or any of that stuff. I'm coming in uh, here at open beta, uh, you know, excited to play it or whatever. But we'll see what's all up. We'll see what's up about it. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's Diablo. And I like Diablo. And I definitely like beating the shit out of stuff and leveling up. And I like using my backbone. So we will see. Number six in the Ripper Report. Uh, Phil Spencer says he'll recognize Raven Software's union after the acquisition closes. This is CC Zhang over at Kotaku. Uh, in today's internal all-hands meeting with Xbox Game Studios employees, head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, said that he would recognize Raven Software's union. This came after the QA testers at Raven voted to form the first labor union at a major studio. During a previous all-hands meeting a year and a half ago, Spencer said that he didn't have much experience with unions. In today's all-hands, Spencer addressed the previous state Lyndon Norman and I have been spending a lot of time educating myself on unions. We absolutely support employees' right to organize and form unions. Once the deal closes, we would absolutely support an, empl- an employee's organization that's in place, he said. Uh, we think uh, it is a right of employees and something that can be part of a relationship between a company and the people who work at the company, end quote. Fuck yeah, Phil. Yeah, that's, that's an awesome statement, right? Like, I think it's one thing to for them to recognize it. Like, that's the thing that I expect, but also, like, a thing that's like, okay, cool, good, they're recognizing it. Like, we can all move forward with it. Phil's statement of, like, Linda Norman and I have been spending a lot of time educating ourselves on, on unions, I think yeah. is, like, 
kind of humble it's like it's telling that like one they're putting in the effort but then also like humble in the fact that they're like hey like this is the thing that's new to us we're open to it not only are we open open to it but we are like we're trying to educate ourselves we're trying to make sure that we're able to approach approach this right and i think that's in the ongoing thing of phil Phil spencer like being knowing the right things to say seemingly like being a good a, a good leader and i think you know giving people hope in like in like okay cool he it, it, we're fine with things in his hands, right? Like I'm looking yeah. forward to one. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, this Raven Software union situ- situation continue, and then also seeing other studios and more of the games industry be inspired and be able to like start their own union unions and get things going in that effort. For sure, for sure, yeah. And to your point, I think it's just a great statement from Phil to first off be open and honest before of like I don't know much about unions, and then come back to this next one and be like, all right, cool, we've been working on it, and you know, let's make it happen. Uh, number seven, there's been layoffs at Hangar 13. This is Jason Schreier at Bloomberg. Video game developer Hangar 13, a subsidiary of Take-Two Interactive Software, best known for developing the 2016 game Mafia 3, instituted a round of job cuts this week. In a, in a virtual meeting, the studio president, Nick Baines, uh, said some roles would be eliminated, called the news horrible, and sought to reassure the remaining employees that he does not expect further layoffs. Quote, all of you who are here now, you're Hangar 13 still and will continue to be so, he said in the meeting, a recording of which was heard by Bloomberg. A spokesperson for Take-Two's 2K publishing label confirmed the job cuts, but declined to say how many people were affected. Quote, 2K is fully committed to the future of Hangar 13 as the studio navigates a challenging but ultimately promising transition period. We are doing all we can to work with the impacted employees to find new roles uh, on other projects and teams at 2K, but are providing full support to those who cannot be redeployed, connecting them with industry networks and resources to find new opportunities outside of 2K, end quote. The game studio, which has offices in Nevada, California, Brighton, UK, and the Czech Republic, uh, had recently told staff that it wasn't planning layoffs following the cancellation of a major game codenamed Volt, Bloomberg reported in November. Then, another project, codenamed Mosaic, was quietly canceled this year, according to a person familiar with the company's inner workings. The decision left several hundred people with little work to do. Hangar 13 is developing two games. One is a new entry in the Mafia series, codenamed Nero. The other is a tennis game, codenamed Hammer, uh, said the person familiar with the projects, who asked not to be identified because the plans are private. Some Hangar 13 staff are also assisting other developers within Take-Two's 2K publishing label. Not much there, except, you know, of course, best wishes to everybody who's trying to find a new job after that. That sucks, but I remember recently on games daily talking about the mosaic cancelization and what that was going to do and like being like all right that's kind of like that i remember us talking about like that doesn't look good for the studio yeah which is a bummer because hangar 13 is a pretty cool studio right like yeah them being like, them being one of the triple a studios under 2k but then also putting out i think what mafia 3 was their latest game yep. Yep. and i know mafia 3 from people i, I know who've played mafia 3 right that wasn't necessarily like a perfect game by any means but had a lot of really cool things going for it. Like I know a lot of people who really like the narrative. I know a lot of people who liked certain things that they did with the open world there. And Hangar 13 seems like a studio that, you know, has had and has a lot of potential to still continue to make great games. And it sucks to see that uh, it seems like they've been squandered a little bit right here. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, best wishes to folks that are out there losing their jobs. Uh, number eight. Is it about time to release the Neil Blomkamp cut? 
Blomkamp. Is that how you say it? Blomkamp? I'm not an entertainer. Blomkamp. Blomkamp. Uh, kind of Gran Turismo. Justin Kroll and Patrick Hypes write this at Deadline. Sony Pictures and PlayStation Productions, whose most recent video to video game to film collaboration Uncharted grossed more than $400 million in global box office earlier this year, are getting behind the wheel uh, for a movie adaptation of the iconic driving game Gran Turismo. The project is in very early development, we hear. Neil Blomkamp is being eyed to direct. The plot of the film project is being kept under wraps, but the news comes as rumors surface today that a TV adaptation of the racing game is also being developed and aimed at a streaming service. Those rumors are not accurate, we hear. Okay. So they, now we have a bit of a back and forth here between Deadline and what we had heard out, out of the whole Netflix is getting Horizon, God of War is going to Amazon, and then, yeah, there's going to be a Gran Turismo show as well. They're saying it's going to be a movie. We'll see what happens there. I have so many questions because this made more sense as a TV show, I would think, for a Gran Turismo. Like, if it was a reality, each episode is a, is us either, I don't know, going to a different racing circuit or focusing in on a different classic car and, like, interviewing people and having it be that type of show. I feel like that has a lot of potential and that could be really cool. A Gran Turismo movie directed by District 9 director Neil Blomkamp. I have no idea what that movie is. Like, is it? I mean, I don't I, think, I, honestly, your interpretation of the show is interesting because I never interpreted it to be that either. Like, I thought if you're going to do it, it's going to be about, I don't think it was going to be a documentary ever. I think it was going to be some kind of fictionalized life inside being, you know, a racer a race or whatever. Driver. Yeah, exactly. Some stuff like that. I guess. And, like, and not, not that, like, the uh, Gran Turismo movie can't work because I'm sure it can. And, like, kind of funny, .com has to be wrong. Has there been a Gran Turismo movie before? I feel like there has. No. No? Okay. I thought there was. Hasn't there? No way. Kindofunny.com slash you're wrong. Um, I don't know if you need a Gran Turismo movie. Like, I don't think that's... Like, I understand the movie strategy here. I understand what they're going for in terms of, like, yeah, let's go for all the IP that we know is hot for us. Nego like, says, do you mean Gran Torino? No, I don't mean Gran Torino. No, I don't mean Gran Torino. Maybe I just made it up in my head. It might be some Mandela effect thing. Um, I don't... I... <laughs> I don't know if you need a Gran Turismo movie though. Like, I don't think you do either. Can't but we'll see what this would be. I yeah, I'm not. Whatever. Like, I'm. If you're just saying we're gonna make a oh. movie about car, like, like life in cars, or this guy who's doing a car thing, or I don't know. Maybe it's I'm the same thing. When they announced, "Hey, everybody, we've got the rights to Wimbledon, and we're gonna make a movie about Wimbledon," you're like, "That sounds stupid." And then what happened? Jarvis and Mary Jane from Spider Man were in a great fucking tennis movie about Wimbledon. Everybody had a great time. Number nine on the Roper Report. GameStop is going to have PlayStation 5 bundles tomorrow. Uh, their website reads, PS5 bundles will be in all stores. All stores, May 28th. Uh, visit your local GameStop for a chance to get one in person. Must be a Power Up Rewards Pro member. Quantities will be limited. Not a pro, sign up today. It also excludes Guam, Hawaii, and Alaska. You going down to your GameStop tomorrow, Bus? You going to get in there? No, I don't even know if there's a GameStop near me anymore. Like, I feel like GameStop is that place where I'm like, I. You could have told me. You could have told me right now that GameStop didn't exist in my city, and I'd be like, probably. I don't know. There, what was that kept blessing. Me? There's a comically high amount of them near you. Just so you. Know. Are you serious? Really? Yeah. There's like six. Should we like, go get six PS5s? Should I make a tour? I mean, I don't know. That's how that works. I like it. <laughs> apparently, I mean, apparently, all stores they they go out of their way to say all of them. Are gonna have PS5s. So I wonder how many they're getting. Stores must be getting like one apiece. I feel like it's a bold proclamation to say that they're all getting eight thousand dollar bundle. 
it, yeah, it is gonna be like one of those like ridiculous bundles. Like, no, you're gonna you're gonna buy the PS5 and you're gonna get the entire PS5 library with it. It comes with the Xbox as well. Uh, <laughs> blessing, I'm excited to see how stupid these bundles are tomorrow. But tomorrow's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shop, where would I go? You would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah! Out today, the T-800 and Sarah Connor have returned to War Planet Online for another season of events. Pac-Man Museum Plus is now available on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC uh, via Steam and Windows PC. It supports Xbox Play Anywhere. It's playable on Xbox Game Pass as well. Moo Lander is now available on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Uh, My Little Pony, a maritime, uh, ba- a maritime Bay Adventure. This is, but it's not like maritime. It's maritime, like a horse. Uh, is out on Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Cow or KO? I forget what we just said yesterday. The Kangaroo is out on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, Steam, Epic Game Store. Arcade Spirits, The New Challengers, is on PC, PS4, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. S as well. Uh, and then three classic SNES and NES titles are now live for Nintendo Switch online members. Uh, Super, S- NES, Super NES gives you Congo's Caper and uh, Rival Turf. Meanwhile, NES uh, gives you Pinball. And when a this went up, yeah. oh, go, <laughs> go ahead. Right. Well, I was going to give you all the flowers because when this went in the chat yesterday, you put you responded on Slack. They got to be making these games up. That's what that's my thing is like, I've been saying this for a while. Every single time they announce new games for the Super NES for Nintendo Switch Online, I'm like, these they're making these games up like they are. They're playing a game with us. They're trying to see how long they can get away with this. And I, I refuse to believe that Congo's Caper and Rival Turf were games before yesterday. They've been developing that at Nintendo for the last few weeks to roll out this week. And I appreciate them for keeping up with the bit. That's first and foremost. Secondly, uh, KO the Kangaroo, we talked about a little bit on today's episode of PS Love You. Um, Barrett has been playing some KO the Kangaroo, and I heard from him that it is not good. It is not uh, a good experience. Womp, womp, yeah, he does not like it. What a shock. Yeah, he also said he lost an hour of game time out of his two hours that he was playing. And so, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, new dates for your curse of the serpent lord will come to vr and pc on june 16th 2022 jurassic world evolution 2 dominion biosyn expansion launches on june 14th neo dory forever is coming to steam on june 23rd and then fillet comes to steam on june 2nd kebabs in chat says it's pronounced cal we had this conversation yesterday on the on the show uh i originally pronounced this cal bear corrected me and said actually it's pronounced ko and apparently i think that's from the dev and so you know kebabs i don't know what to tell you can't help you, kebabs. You know, can't what I mean? help you, kebabs. <coughs> uh, we asked people. Kebabs. He tried that once. Don't listen to him. You know yeah, what I mean? Get yeah. out of here. Uh, uh, we asked people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Bander SN says Resident Evil 2 remake was revealed at Sony's E3 2018 and RE3 remake was revealed at the winter 2019 state of play. So he's de- doubling down on what Bless said and giving us some information. Uh, Kebabs writes in to tell me what I was trying to do. The PS3 USB is USB micro. Fucking always confuses me. Micro, mini, confusing. Everything should just it should seize the future, and that's how it's going to be. Um, this doesn't help us for what we were talking about. Who, uh, Kevin told us about that. Uh, Guy V says you can pair controllers to Samsung TVs. Oh, and LG. There you um, oh. Thank you, Mr. Samsung. Fake AZN says uh, there was a GT Academy show ran by Nissan and Sony about a decade ago that took Gran Turismo gamers and put them through a driving academy to see if they could uh-huh. race real cars. Some uh-huh. drivers that went through the program actually ended up racing in international racing series and became decorated drivers. So there you go. 
That's really uh, cool. Like, what a cool success story for them. There's a YouTube channel I follow where this guy, like, builds car simulators. Like, with, uh, you know, the sled. Like, a much fancier version of the sled that I have. And they, like, flew him out to try this, like, crazy intense car simulator that is, like, a million dollars or some crazy thing. And he did, like, equivalent to, uh, like, an actual race car driver's time. Oh, Shut the race car driver up real good. Uh, I've been told from chat that uh, KO the kangaroo is called KO because he wears boxing gloves. And it's like KO. Oh. Interesting. The more you know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, that's your last Kind of Funny Games Daily of the week. Don't worry. We'll be back next week. Uh, Monday, we're off. So you won't have anybody hosting. It's Memorial Day here in the United States. Tuesday, it'll be Janet and Gary Witta. Wednesday, it'll be Greg and Janet. Thursday, it'll be Blessing and Tam. And Friday, we'll be Blessing and the return of Fan Bites, Imran the Don Con. If you're watching live, me and Kevin are going to play Fortnite. I think Janet's coming in. I think Post Sun's coming in. So you get to oh. hang out with Post Sun for the first time ever. We won't curse that much, but that's later on in the day. Wow. Don't worry about it. That much, Kevin. All right, just yeah. dial it back. I told him, you, I, I can show you the text message. I told him you'd fuck it up. Is Raj coming? Anyone invite Raj? You know how Raj is. He's like Batman. I don't know. What I, I might come through. I got a thing to do. Uh, Dude, like a thing through. to record. But I, I, I might try to finish it early so I could uh, knock it out. Knock it out. If you're watching live, that's what we're doing, playing Fortnite now. Remember, of course, you can catch uh, all of our programming, patreon.com slash games, where you can get ad-free. You can watch us record it live, like the games cast, you know, the X-Cast is happening today. Boy, big stretch. Oh, feels good. Uh, at 3.15, you can watch X-Cast live as they record it. Of course, you can go over there. Raj is going to do the post-show with Blessing while me and uh, uh, Kevin get this Fortnite kicked off. But no, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.